Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, BPM number 52, that's Bayez Panimi Shir for Men, Shir number 52. We talked about in the last year how we could take all Tyra concepts, even ones that seem distant and not relevant to us, and to understand where indeed it is extremely relevant for us in our day-to-day practical lives, overall in life, and in particular to our marriage as husbands. And we're going to give an example of that today when it comes to our own marriage with the brachas that are made in by our marriage under the chuppah and our sheva brachas. And this is a lot of basis on this book, Holy Intimacy, uh, that the idea being is that, you know, usually what we do is, is we go to weddings, we hear nice sheva brachas, tairas, or nice interpretations of the brachas, and we become sort of cynical or sort of dead into it. Oh, this is the lessons that they're telling the young couple. But we old married folks, uh, we've been through the ringer. We know what the deal is. And we just, it doesn't reach our hearts. We don't realize that the true lessons of all these brachas are meant for now, 10, 20, 30 plus years after our marriage, to learn the lessons of these brachas for day-to-day life. This is an outstanding continuous blessing that's given to every husband and wife decades after their Sheva Brachas are ended, decades after the Bracha of their wedding. And we're going to talk now about the actual Siddur Kedushin, the Bracha that we make on the Kedushin, on how that is a practical, literally extremely practical lesson in our day-to-day lives, how we interact with our wives and how to enhance our marriage. When a chassan and kala stand under the chuppah, a special light surrounds the couple, fills the neshama, whether they feel it consciously or not, that's what's happening, connecting the two souls eternally. This is the basis of a marriage. It shapes the life's couple. And even if it's years and years later, we could become learn about it, become conscious of it, and we could have those brachas sustain us even now, and give us that kayach of bounding in a deep bondship. The fascinating idea of the bracha of Kedushin is the one and unique, unusual phenomenon of it is telling you of an isser, of what's prohibited. It's saying, that he commanded us, that he commanded us to keep the mitzvah concerning forbidden relations. But asalanu esarusais, he prohibited us from having relations from even those that are betrothed to us. Arusa in those days was um, kedushin, where now we do it, we give the ring and we say ariat mekudeshesli. By the chuppah, and immediately afterwards, we go to the chuppah room and there's a yichud, there's an esuin. But in those days, there was a year apart between the two. And during that year, she was forbidden. And God allowed us, permitted us to have relations with our wives and our husbands through chuppah and kedushin. And Baruch Hashem, blessed are you Hashem that sanctified his nation Israel through the process of chuppah and kedushin. There's many tires on why it says the word chuppah for kedushin. But the bottom line is, is what's fascinating about this is this is the only bracha that concerns a prohibition act. So we talked about Arison, doesn't mean engagement like we have our days. 
It doesn't mean even a tenoim, which some Hasidim do, which has carries more weight. That's also not Arison. Arison is an initial binding stage. We do it together on you know in the same married night of marriage. But in those days, there was a year usually separating it. It creates a relationship between a man and a woman that will eventually marry. And that stage, they are prohibited from engaging in sensual intimacy with each other. It is only after the chuppah, which in the early days took place a year later, and when she's tahar, then they are permitted to each other. So the question is, why in concept, again, we do it the same night, but in concept, why did Allah construct it that way? That binds a man and a woman in an exclusive relationship, and at the same time that the Torah is doing that, it prohibits them from enjoying that physical intimacy. The fact that there are two stages halachically is something that we can learn in our practical lives now to understand the essential nature of a Kedushan commitment that even us, we are married, we are Nisuin right now, 30 years later into marriage, 20 years later, 10 years later, 5 years later, whatever it is, we still even now have that element of two aspects. Our wife is Mikudeshes to us, there is a Kedushin even now, that is a transcendent union, and then there's a Nisuin. Nisuin is, is more visible. Nisuin means that they're physically intimate, they're one Kedushin, is something that's less visible, but it is a high extreme light in a certain level. Kedushin is higher than Nisuin. It It's an exalted light of the couple's connection, a bond that defies physical expression. That is why there's it is prohibited to have physical relations while you're an Arison. That has to precede Nisuin. To precede the Nisuin, which is the gateway to physical intimacy and life as a married couple, you need first the concept in our minds and in our hearts that there is a Kedushin. Kedushin is telling us, and even now after being married, we need to remember that we are not only married to our wives, we are Mekudesh as to our wives. It underscores that it is not a conventional relationship. It is the opposite, the opposite of what we have in our culture called the cook hookup culture. Hookup culture means that you're a friend with benefits. You're a friend with benefits. You have a female friend that you want to have fun with and have sexual relationship for your own self-pleasure. But here the Torah is saying that there's a concept of Kedushin, a concept of the ban where there is no sexual benefit. They can't even have Yichud with one another at this point. There's a Isr Yichud. They can't be together. And long after the wedding day, the Kedushin and the Bracha of it and the Kedushin itself reminds us and we have to learn, this is how you take that Bracha and the concept of the Kedushin that happened once in your lifetime, hopefully, that you put the ring on her finger, those words reverberate now, as we're saying this year, years or decades later. What is it telling you? This bracha that you made, that was made the day of your wedding, is relevant today. Today, now, years and years later. This Kedushin is reminding us, when life becomes challenging, whether in the mundane way or whatever it is, or there are times where our marriage does not seem to be prospering, husband and wife nevertheless remain one intrinsically in a very high soul level. Marriage is different than every other relationship. 
And when we're faced with problems in marriage and the challenges that we face together, the Kedushin helps us transcend that, helps us go beyond that. And that is what the true bond of Nisuin is, including Sheva Brachas, by the way. Sheva Brachas is the idea also that every one of that, when the Chasen Kal there and you need a minion and the Brachas are said again, and it has a meaning even now, years and decades later, reminding us of the Menchavah's marriage in Gan Eden, connection of marriage to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mashiach, Seisasis, and so on. And a lot of this book, and we're going to share things of this about how these brachas have a profound practical influence in our daily lives now. The first bracha of the marriage, first bracha of Sheva brachas, and in the marriage and in Sheva brachas later, is a bracha we say often in other platarims. Baruch Hashem Alekeinu Malachaylam Priyagofen. We take wine and we add, Thank Hashem for creating the fruit of the vine. This is something that is not just uh, like a favor from the bracha that you need to do mitzvahs with wine, so you threw it in, in, into the marriage bracha. This is intrinsic shev brachas. You know, when people are a little upset, when they, you know, or, or whatever it is, they, the mechubit mit the esh, the tzvai bruches, right? And they throw in the Yitzar Adam because just to have Baripriagofen, you know, there's halachas there, whether you taste the wine on your fingers, just to be Yitzar, whatever. However, it works. But what we don't realize is, is that the Baripriagofen is an independent, separate, Kaddish, holy aspect of the intrinsic Sheva Brachas, no less important to the lesson of marriage than any other Sheva of the Brachas that come afterwards. Because wine is Nich Nasiyayin Side. Secrets emerge. Things that are hidden come out. And what it is, is this bracha reminds us, Chassan and Kala, that just like wine constitutes the essential aspect of the grape, the panemius of it, it's teaching a, a couple to set their focus on the panemius of their relationship, on their spiritual bond and their emotional bond. And of course, yes, the essential bond will be nourished by physical intimacy, by the sexual intimacy that will flourish in the most healthy and fulfilling ways. If you first look at the panemius, the profound truth, that only when those grapes are squeezed with the life of experiences of those sheared goals. And to teach us what happens is in the first stage of marriage, sometimes a couple will experience a fiery hormonal hormonally charged physical relationship that's very powerful. For some, it comes easy. For some, it doesn't come easy. There's awkwardness initially till they get used to each other. But either way, whether you it, you felt right away it went like fiery or it took a while to get used to each other, and then it got fiery, but ultimately the initial intensity of a marriage usually is there. And then over time, it goes into a deeper, more soulful mellowness, like wine. Wine, when it breaks down into compounds, it gets a finer taste. That's what marriage is. It's like wine. It develops a finer taste. There's a time for you. Then there's a unique connection where the hot hormonal aspects, which were important, and, and also, truth is, later in marriage, you need sometimes to throw in and inject that passion, that fiery hormonal aspects and build it up, but there is also a level of that certain calm, beautiful, intimate, physical relationship 
that is a soulful, deeper aspect. And this is what they do. When they share physical intimacy with one another, it's a private escape from the business of life. It's an Ari Miklat. It's an oasis in the desert. It's an eye of a hurricane that you're in there and you're whole and you're complete. The Shalah HaKadosh brings this down. In that's the He says, When a couple is intimate and they do things in a holy, pure way, who Kaddish is extremely holy, it, 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 it carries a tremendous amount of sanctity, of holiness, and has a tremendous effect in the spiritual realms. When you sanctify yourself, even just a little down here, you're granted a far greater level of Kedusha from above. Be holy because I am holy. And then he says this line, every zivig, every Every union, physical union, who may ain zivig adam echava, that's like the connection of the zivig of adam and chava, hanase betzalmoi udemusei yisbarach. Every union that a husband and wife has physically is reminiscent of the union of adam and chava, who were formed directly in God's image. This idea that a physical union between a husband and a wife the sexual relation creates a Kedusha seems strange to many of us. But that is the essence of Kedusha. Even the physical pleasure of it is Kedusha as long as it's not meant as a self-centered goal in and of itself. You can experience sexual pleasure but if you have that higher purpose in mind and it's not motivated by selfishness it is Kedusha similar to Oynik Shabbos when you taste tasty foods and you're enjoying it and you are enjoying it and look to covet Shabbos. Now mari- marital relations is a medium to fulfill two mitzvahs. Both the mitzvah of Pru or Vu of having children and a great mitzvah of Oyna which is often not emphasized in many circles. The husband's obligation to provide his wife with sexual pleasure. This is a hiskachus. You're elevating and being mekadish each detail of our life. That's the bayer You're taking the wine which could be used in a coarse negative ways and elevating it. You're using sexual intimacy, which like we mentioned in last year, could be used in a harmful way, and you're elevating it. Now, that is why it's important to elevate that act, especially when it may lead to conception of a child, but even when it doesn't. The Aina itself is Kedusha. And like we said, the most sexual organ in the body is not what you think, but it's the brain. It's what's in your mind. The quality of intimacy has to do with your brain and your emotions. The feeling of being valued, of being cherished, of being respected, of feeling safe, of feeling cared for. Cared for. What happens in the bedroom is nourished by what happens in other rooms of the house. When we are calm, when we're happy, when we feel fulfilled, we fuel our intimate relation. And what's important to know also, and goes without saying, it's not just the actual intercourse, sexual intercourse, 
It is the hugging, the kissing, the cuddling that also lends a great meaning to the other aspects of our lives. Just like a soul animates the body, a husband and wife shared emotional bond animates the couple's physical intimacy. So in a healthy balance, the hugging, if you do it the right way, the cuddling, the kissing, that sustains the whole relationship, even in those times when they're not intimate when it's the need period and they have to be physically separate, though that hug, that kiss, that is cuddling, create that nourishment that lasts and is sustained even in the time when they are separate physically. Emotional intimacy, just like physical intimacy, differs from couple to couple. And even in the same couple, different points in their life, it's different. But intimacy is always about that feeling of closeness always about inviting that vulnerability and to feel safe. The sense of security, I'm safe with my husband, I'm safe with my wife. It's, 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 a, it's a place where you share personal feelings and you, you are assured that, you're, that you will show and you will be shown understanding, affirmation, care. Emotional intimacy, just like physical intimacy, is about closeness, emotional closeness, Feelings of trust, feelings of respect, feelings of tenderness and passion. And what it is primarily is what we said, it's exclusivity, meaning it's just you and your wife, you and your husband, no one else, and it's a safe haven. Like we said before, it is an oasis in the desert. It is the Ari Miklat. It is in the high of the hurricane, hurricane meaning that life could create such swirls and create havoc, but you are in that eye and you are calm. And that is the key of this bracha. So this very bracha that people just don't even think about much, the that was said by your wedding, by your Sheva brachas, is here now today to take that wine and elevate it Wine is the most elevated thing when used the right way. It is the most destructive way. We know the, 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 the terrible, terrible ramifications of wine when it's used the wrong way, when one gets drunk, the drunken driving, the abuse, the physical, emotional abuse that takes place when you drink wine, the alcoholism, and all these things that are done destructively with wine. Like we said, in last year, anything that is high, as higher it is in essence, the lower it could fall. But the very fact that it could fall very low shows how high it is. Wine is one of those things. In other words, why does the Torah take something that is we see over through the centuries is so destructive in so many ways? And what happened with Noyach after the Teva, right? He got drunk and the and the and the that whole story with the cursing of Canaan and so on. And all the cases over the centuries and centuries of the devastation of using wine the wrong way. And 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 we would say just take stay away from the whole business. And there's a concept of nazir in certain aspects to stay away, but at the same time, no. It's the highlight of every Shabbos Kiddush and of every Simcha to highlight it, the Purim and so on and so forth, to elevate that wine just like you elevate sexual intimacy, which could cause havoc and destruction, but you elevate it. Bayer Piagofen is teaching you that.
Boyer is telling you that you take that fiery, hormonal, physically charged relationship and you elevate it and you bring it up. You combine emotional intimacy with the physical intimacy and the emotional warmth with the, with the, with the sexual, the, the, the physicality with the spirituality as one. That is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to do. And that, 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 that Shalah that tells you that, it's extremely holy. Even the physical pleasure of it is extremely holy. Hashem wants you to experience together as a one physical pleasure, sexual pleasure, but always having HaKadosh Baruch Hu in mind, that Chut HaMesholosh, that third core, that, that Shutif, HaKadosh Baruch Hu that gives you everything, that gives you this ability to do this in the first place, and to always remember that. So to be Messiah, the idea is, number one in general, that every deep concept that seems mundane or it seems like whatever it is, this is sort of Rab Nussan did it, where he took halachas and extracted the deep meaning of it in practical life. We need to do the same. And that brings Torah alive. That's a general concept to talk about. But in marriage in particular, we went through today the bracha of Kedushin and explaining Kedushin, which is higher than the suin in a certain level where you're not having the physical relationship and to recognize that you and your wife are deeply bond beyond the physical and that, of course, by knowing that and experiencing that and connecting spiritually and emotionally, then you're ready to face Nisuin and use the physicality and sexuality in the proper healthy framework. That that's the bracha of, of, of the Kedushin itself and then the Bayre Pri Hagafen, the elevating of what could be coarse and to make it the highest level it possibly could become. And to be ma'ira the kedushas hazivik, to be makadish your brain and your heart, which is the most important sexual organ, the right way, the valueness, the treasureness, the safeness being cared for, the ari miklat. Hashem wants you to have an ari miklat. Every time you and your wife are together, it's a shabbos, it's a shabbos, it's a benucha, it's a tremendous mitzvah. Hashem is with you in a very special way. Bracha and